Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Two Gamer Dads podcast. I am Gamer Dad One Ian, and with me, as usual, is Gamer Dad Two Marv. What what is the For the Alliance? Is it For the Alliance? For the Alliance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, today we have uh, a guest, as per usual. But today's guest is someone very special. We have Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Yeah, okay. Hannah is uh, our friend for how long have we known each other already? Well, Four years? Five years? Yeah, so yeah. we. Hannah, do you want to introduce yourself first? Just say uh, who you are, what you do, what do you like, to, what was your hobbies, what do you like? Wow, okay, that's a lot of things. Let's try. <laughs> um, I'm Hannah. So basically, I'm like Mark's other colleague from like another office. So basically, I work as a counselor during the day. At night, I eat a potato. I'm trying to get some workout in, or I'm like gaming. Mm. <laughs> so, what are your hobbies? hobbies? I guess you kind of said it. I, I cook. I, I love cooking. Yeah. So, like the, the one time that I really had hearts content, you know, my hearts filled content of like. You know, cooking was during my QO, which was like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so I was like cooking every single day. That was like the best. But other than that, yes. Wait, you were on QO recently? Yes. yes. What happened? So my parents got COVID positive. Oh no, are they okay? Yeah, both your parents. Both yeah, parents. both of them. Oh, One but of you them don't like have double. I didn't get it. I didn't even get it. <laughs> Why you sound so sad? <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it then. I was like, I, you know, I, after I got my booster shot, then I was like uh. considering maybe, you know, maybe I should have gotten <laughs> infected by the COVID because the booster shot really hurt. Yep. It was yeah. so bad. Have both of you got to date already? Probably yes. Got it, huh? Yes. Okay, tell me. Okay, okay. So I haven't gotten it yet. Tell me your experience with you. Okay, first, Hannah, tell me because I know Marv's uh experience with his first two shots. Tell me your first two shots, and then t- tell me your booster shot experience. My first shot was actually okay. Um, I just felt really fatigued. And I was like sleeping mm-hmm. an entire week, and that was that was it. My second shot, slightly different. Maybe maybe about a week's worth of slight body aches. But oh, but that's all? Really, yeah, it wasn't that uncomfortable. Oh. It was like, not really super. But the third one hit <laughs> me so bad. It's like, I couldn't play my lobby. So... Couldn't uh, play what? Bang my lobby. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, like, my, my lymph node swelled in my armpit. Mm. My body was in a lot of pain. So I was not at work for, like, three days. Mm. Oh, wow. 3 DMC. Yeah. Wow. Well, AL uh, just because I don't have any more MC there. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so this, so this is the yeah. reason why you wanted to have to get COVID because you kind of like suffered the pain already. You you now have the armor, and then the guy decides to not shoot you. Right, right. Yes, that's precisely okay. what I was thinking. Like maybe COVID could have been like not as painful as the booster shot. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, Marv, how was your booster shot? Oh, my booster shot was bad. So oh, was it so, worse than the two? Um. Okay, my second shot was pretty bad. My second shot was I took about maybe two full days to recover. Uh, had bad fever. Uh, really bad body aches. 
but I was good enough to take care of Meredith on my own because I was on leave the next day after the second shot. So I actually took care of Meredith. Uh, when she slept, I slept. When she woke up, I just... I was in a haze, lah, but I, uh, I was able to take care of her. still do. Okay, yeah. the third shot... Um, okay, if I were to describe the second shot, it would be uh, maybe like 80% bad, but stretched out over two days. Okay? Mm. The third shot is like, is like 120% bad, <laughs> cramped into one full day. So what happened oh, okay. was, on I took the... Sh- I was scheduled for the shot on Wednesday uh, because, you know, Hannah, I considered, we're considered frontline, right? So yeah. uh, our our company organizes for us. But I happened to be on leave on that day. So I I wasn't, like, I didn't, I didn't get to go. But then I received the SMS, you know, that says, oh, you are eligible for the shot now at, yeah. uh, just walk into any CC or something like that, right? On mm. Tuesday. So that was last Tuesday. So I was like, oh, let me go see. And then uh, there was uh, available, availability at 10.30 a.m., um, at the nearest CC to me, like, which is Nissan CC. So I went, I got the shot. And then, uh, oh, uh, after that, I went to visit Razor HQ. You know, we'll talk more about it later. Yeah. Uh, I was fine all the way until about, I would say maybe 10, 11 p.m. I started a few, Ooh. like, the body aches started to come. Uh, Charlene, like, brought me Panadol. So I t- took two Panadol. And then I gamed until, like, like 1.30 a.m. Something like that. Wow. After that, right, I could really feel it. So I went, to, I went to bed. I woke up like at least once every two hours, shivering yeah. and yeah, with like really bad body aches. And the only way I can describe it, which I'm sure uh, y'all will understand is it was aching so much that your eyeballs were aching, like the area behind your eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a migraine, almost yeah. like a well, migraine. It's like a migraine, but it's not pain. It's just like intense ache. So I had yeah. really yeah. bad sleep. Then I woke up about like 9.30, uh, according to Sherilyn, I was just KO'd like in the morning. So she normally I'm the one that takes care of Meredith when she wakes up, you know, get her ready. <laughs> but Sherilyn did everything. Then my parents came yeah. up, took her off. I was still sleeping. So I woke up <laughs> at 9 30. Then I was messaging my colleagues because my colleagues also took the 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 jab on the same day. And uh one of them was feeling like quite bad also. So we were like, oh, I think I need to take MC. So after that, like I went back to sleep. Then I woke up at about maybe 12 30. Yeah. And then I decided I'm gonna take MC. I I cannot like I cannot tahan really. I can I couldn't take it. So I mean, it's tough, but it... yeah. So <laughs> I, I have fever. Uh, but uh, I mean, to, please don't throw me to jail. But when I went down to to the clinic, <laughs> then they asked me, "Do you have any symptoms?" I said, oh no symptoms. I just took the vaccine yesterday. I'm just feeling like body ache. Then so when my turn was called, the doctor took my temperature anyway because I told him right, it was thirty eight point four. Oh, snap. Yeah. That's high. Then the doctor was like, I, I was like, oh no, will I be like, you know, swap and all that. But then because he knew that I, I took the vaccine. Right? the booster, right? The, the, yeah. I mean, the booster yesterday. So he was like, ah, oh, don't need medication. Two days MC, go and sleep. Uh, Th- 30 bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. but I felt better the next day. Yeah. I was like, maybe back up to like 80% the next day. But I slept basically the whole day. I only woke up to eat. So I went home, I slept. I woke up at about, I think about 9 p.m. I think around 9 p.m. Mm. Yeah. Then I ate. Then I went back to sleep about 11. Uh, was much better the next day. La. So that, that was my experience. But, oh my God. If someone they're telling us that we need to take this once every year. Every six every six months. Oh, six months. Six months to a year. Oh my yeah. goodness. I tell you, I'm going to. Every six months. Yeah. And it's and it's not, a, it's like almost compulsory for us, right, Hannah? 
Yes, it yeah. is compulsory. Yeah, it is compulsory. So. I'm actually, because, okay, those of you who are listening, if you're not from Singapore, we now it's basically like to, if you want to go to visit places, you need to be vaccinated. Yep. So, like, if you don't get vaccinated, you cannot enter shopping malls, you cannot eat in yep. any restaurants, for example. And starting so, from next year, you have to be vaccinated to work, to go yeah. to work. So, I'm also thinking that, are they going to enforce booster shots in the future? So, like, can you be vaccinated and then that's all? Or, like, is it like, Next year, June, it'll, it'll, it'll expire. And then your trace together will say, expired. <laughs> Please take so, booster shot. So from what I know now <laughs> at the moment, um, booster shots are not compulsory. And the, yeah, it's not. It's not. For, for the, you know, going to malls and yeah. stuff. But yeah. you never know because in the past, they didn't say that it was compulsory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the, the, we have a chat that says, if we work from home, do you need to be vaccinated? No, you, so you... Being vaccinated is not in Singapore is not a mandate. You don't have to do it. But the it is very hard to live life in Singapore if you're not vaccinated. You yeah. cannot do a lot of things. You cannot eat out outside. You cannot you, uh, you can't can enter buy food malls. Back you can't enter malls. You cannot enter malls at yeah. all. Like yeah. So there, there's a lot of restrictions if you don't get vaccinated. I, of course, hearing from you guys talking about booster, I, I feel like not taking my booster. But then, <laughs> at the same time, I definitely will. Like, I definitely will. I just and this, I think we are we we are not we are we are not anti-vaccine. Please go take your vaccine shots for those of you who haven't. If you are medically able to, of course. Yep. Um, yeah. So maybe before I move to the next topic, uh, Hannah, I know that you like cats. Maybe like is what? too. She loves. Little, love. Yeah, I too too love. gentle of a term. So can you? I always wanted. I've always wanted to ask you this. When did you start? Your when did you start liking cats or loving cats? I think that started when I was really young, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. So I as far as I could recall, I think there was this period of time that my mom showed me a white kitten. And I think we mm. were at SPCA or something. Yeah. Mm. So we had at least one blue-eyed white kitten. Mm. And then I realized that, you know, started like strays. Mm. Uh, my neighbor also had like two cats that were always coming to visit mm. yeah so then it just went from there mm. and i just knew that i preferred cats over dogs honestly <laughs> <laughs> but but okay no prejudice with dogs the only reason why i say that is because there was an incident that i had when i was so i think yeah. i was like in kindergarten Oh. And uh, oh. I saw a really small, a small dog. I think small. it was like a Maltese or something. Uh-huh. But I, okay, I, honestly, I don't know anything about dogs. Maybe I'm going to be wrong. So I was trying to call it to me. It was like, you know, doing the slap snap. You know, and the dog... <laughs> this is how you call you know, like, that, right? Yeah, And the dog came uh, trotting towards me. Then it started running and it started growling. And it bit my hand. And oh, as no. a kindergartner, oh, no. I thought I was going to die. I was like, oh, my life is over. It's like the <laughs> rabies period. I'm going to go home. I'm, I'm <laughs> from my mouth. My parents are going to find me dead in bed the next day. And I yeah, felt so rabies. sad. I went home and I woke up the next day. I was fine. <laughs> rabies, rabies. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it, it was just a preference. I was really scared yeah. of dogs for a really long while. Yeah. Yeah. But, I'm fine with dogs now. It's just that I don't like it when they put their, their teeth around my hand. That's it. Your teeth on your what? Around my hand. 
So you're going to oh, get some I mean, dogs that scrap with their mouths? Oh, as long no. as you don't put... I mean, my general advice for people who <laughs> play with dogs is don't put your head anywhere near their mouth. <laughs> That's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. But I think... Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think... Mav, are you a dog person? Okay, okay, but I mean, I think you're a dog person. Uh, I'm neither. You're a hamster yeah, okay. person. Yeah, I'm a fish a person, hamster? maybe. I had a hamster. I, I've had a hamster when I was in JC. It it lived for quite long, but it died from a stroke. What? Wow. A fish? So, no, wait, no, no, no. Oh, hamster, hamster. hamster. <laughs> How do you know whether a fish died from a stroke? So, so dwarf <laughs> hamsters have really short lifespan, right? Like, I think yeah. two years? Yeah. Yeah. It, mine died like one and a half. One and a half years. What? So yeah, the stroke, then it was paralyzed on one side of the body, but it could still like drag itself. Oh no, oh, that's no. so sad. Yes. Yeah, it's really sad. That's so sad. <laughs> oh no. I had a fish okay. recently. I had a really small tank. I think I've shown you some of you before. Uh, mm. But the fish died. La. There was one day I just came home and it was at the bottom of the tank. So, oh. so lesson learned, guys. Don't ever let Marv have pets. They will probably <laughs> die of either stroke to, or something. To be some fair, other. I've never really had pets when I was young because my mom yeah. um, is not Don't a like pet pets. person. Same. And, have Sama I told Sama. you all this, this story about me having a bunny? No. Okay, let me tell you all this story. So when I was, I can't remember how old I was, but probably like lower primary or around there, I mean primary primary two. Um, I had a birthday party and last time, you know, like during during our time when we were young, I think our parents would call like magician to come, right? I don't know if you all ever had that. Or clown. <laughs> yeah, so so I had a magician. Uh, I I thought mm. I'm not sure it's my my birthday party or my cousin's birthday party, but the magician um like one of the his his ending act was that he pulled a bunny from the head, oh, like actual actual white bunny, like a big bunny. Mm. Yeah, so somehow I got to keep it, and it was my first ever pet. Wait, and the the magician took it out and said you can have it. Yeah, yeah, he gave it. He gave it to us. <laughs> this yes, seems yes, unlawful. Exactly. So, in some so, way. I know, right? So I got to keep it, and it was my first pet. And I love bunnies because I'm I'm born a year rabbit. <laughs> I, I, okay, no no correlation, but yeah. So we had like, you know, the cage, um, where the yeah. bottom is plastic, and then the cage itself yeah. is like metal. Metal. Yeah. yeah. So so we had it inside, and it's a grown ass bunny, so it's not a baby bunny. So he likes to bite the, you know, the edges metal of the cage, yeah. and it's really uh-huh. freaking loud because their teeth are like them sharp. So yeah. Yeah, so at night you can hear like this really annoying sound. And then my mom laid like newspaper at the bottom because she pees, right? And then she didn't want to pee, didn't want to pee onto the, the, the at the bottom and then she had to clean. If you pee on the yeah. newspaper, you can change. So what happened was in the middle of the night, she would, I think because some, I assume some bunnies are nocturnal, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she'll be very, very active at night. So when he pees on the newspaper, the newspaper is wet, right? Uh, and then what he does at night is he runs like a lunatic around the, oh. the cage on the wet newspaper. And in the morning, right, my mom would be super angry because the surrounding area will just be oh, so- news, like shredded newspaper oh. soaked with his urine all over the kitchen floor. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and like it mixed with like his shit and uh, his food. Lah. So what my mom did was she put him Outside of the house, oh, literally no. outside of the house. Oh no! She didn't, she didn't, yeah, because she didn't want him to dirty the floor anymore. And and one day I opened the door and he was gone. Oh, the whole cage was gone. 
Yeah. Oh. And I was super sad because he was stolen lah. He was obviously stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, some, some person probably came by and then it was like, well, oh, this this family, you treating the relatives. Yeah. Like <laughs> he, probably thought, he probably thought that he was doing us a favor. Yeah. Doing so, a favor. so he took, and then my, of course this, this story, like I was very young, right? So my mom, like, she, she, she recounted it, you know, to me when I was older and then she admitted like she was <laughs> super happy. She was like, she was like, yes, Fine. it's gone. But then she had to tell me, like, oh, so sad. It's okay. And then because <laughs> I was super sad, I was heartbroken, I was crying. But you're another bunny. She bought me two more bunnies. <gasps> what? Two Why? More baby bunnies. And these were baby bunnies, not adult bunnies. So baby bunnies okay. are, are, are less like, you know, cray. La. But baby bunnies are a lot harder to take care of. Yeah. Um, According to like, like some, you, you read like stuff, there are a lot of things that they can't eat. Because they are young, yeah. like their digestive system is not, um, you know, fully developed yet. So what happened was my mom didn't know. She gave them a lot of raw food, a lot of like, like stuff yeah, yeah. that she's not supposed to give, and they both died. Like, like, um, gasping for breath. Oh, that oh my gosh! Like, oh no! Yeah. So I saw. Like they were I, I saw with my eyes like the two of them like take their last breath. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh! That and after that, after that, no more pets. No more pets for the rest <laughs> of my life. Hey, okay, it's not Marv. It's, 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 uh, it's your mom. It's your mom. <laughs> I your will mom. never let any pet or animal yeah. go near. No oh, more pets my. after that. Even one a only fish. Pet. Even an ant. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I, know, yeah. I mean, I don't mind them ants, you know, if I want, if I want them dead. Uh, all right. So thank you for those uh, awesome <laughs> pet stories. Now, 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 like the, the cat lover is just like, what the heck? Alright, anyway, um, usually we have a news section here, but I thought of this, I actually did some homework today, and you know, nowadays we have a lot of fake news, so I thought it would be quite cool to listen, to have a segment called Fake News or Real News. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I've thought, I've looked up five news articles, alright, and it's your job to, the two of you, and anybody can play along in, in, in the chat on all Twitch. Right. Or, so the, the, your job is to de- decipher, tell me, whether it's you think it's real or fake. Okay. Okay. They could all be real, for example, or they could all be fake. I don't know. So I'll tell you after each one. And of course, we'll talk about some real news that is happening in Singapore after that. But for now, let's talk about this. Okay. So the first news that I have is in Shanghai. So I'm going to just say like, basically like the first two sentences of the headline. And you tell me whether you think it's real. Okay. Shanghai, Disneyland. COVID scare. Trapped. 33,000 visitors inside a surreal scene. All right. On Sunday, Shanghai Disneyland, a theme park partially owned by entertainment giant Disney, promised customers they were in for a wicked Halloween surprise. <laughs> Safe to say, no one expected the biggest shock of the day to be medical staff in hazmat suits conducting mass tests for COVID-19 with tens of thousands of people being unable to leave the park. True or fake news? Uh, sounds true to me. I don't know about you, Hannah. <laughs> That's the beauty sounds, of all these things. It always sounds, sounds like fake news, no? Really? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like fake news to me. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the people in chat, you can tell me whether you think it's fake or real. Okay, ready? Three. So, so, so Hannah, you think it's fake? Hannah thinks it's fake. I think, it's, I think it could I think be real. Yeah, I think it's fake. <laughs> okay. The truth is that it is... Real news. Oh, Whoa. Wow. Okay, so it happened. It just happened only. The partial closing of the park. You can actually see there's some like um, 
uh, what do you call it? There's some videos of people posting like scenes of what happened, but created very bizarre scenes that went viral on Chinese social media. Hundreds of people in hazmat suits were seen testing young children and other park goers as Disney-themed fireworks display erupted <laughs> over him. Congratulations. Well, you are now quarantined. <laughs> people getting swapped. Oh, yeah. So 33,000 okay. people were stuck. Apparently. Oh my god. That's, that's what the news article said. Quite, quite, quite crazy, right? But, yeah. yeah. Which is why see, cool. people are even saying that it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it, but anyway. 33,000 so, people sounds like a lot. It like, sounds yeah, like. It could definitely be fake. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, think, I think the number, but the scenario could be real, is it? Yo. No, no, okay, if I do the fake news, it wouldn't be like. How long would okay. it start for? Uh, it's just for that day, la. Oh, just for that one day. Still very soon. Imagine yeah, you them happy you go Disneyland then. <laughs> okay la, but to be fair, the 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 fireworks only happens at night, so it was probably only like the last part when people tried to leave. Oh yeah, like, true. Lock it down something. Uh, so apparently, someone someone like was caught with COVID nineteen inside, like they, oh. they found out that. So then they locked it down after that. That's the reason. Oh, okay. okay, number two, this one takes place. We move from China to Europe, right? So I'm just gonna give you the basic the headline, okay? An anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned after being caught by police fleeing a 25-man orgy through a window. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so an anti-gay Hungarian politician has resigned. He's anti-gay, he's anti-LGBTQ. After being caught by police fleeing a 25-man man, man, uh, 25-man orgy through a window. It sounds fake, but I'm going to say it's real. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it's real. It really sounds fake. but so, so the lesson is that if it sounds way too fake, it's real. <laughs> is, that the, is that the thing? You both say it's real. Uh, Twitch chat uh, says it's fake. Okay, the answer is it's real. All right. <laughs> So the ally of Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban resigned from the European Parliament after attending what was described as a 25-man orgy in Brussels. The police found Sayer, uh, so Sayer is the, the guy's name, and 24 other naked men at the gathering, including diplomats, local reports said. Authorities also said that na- narcotics were found in Sayer's bag. But he insists that he had not taken drugs. <laughs> Sayer on Tuesday said he was present at a private party and apologized. <laughs> so this is real. Okay. How many people who, who shout the loudest and protest the most? Yeah. Are the are the are the ones behind the scenes. Just trying to <laughs> they're just trying to, you know, cover up. Yeah. Yeah. Hiding. Okay. So you guys are who I've got both of it right, right? So yes. far. Yep. Yeah. And I got it right also. Okay. Yeah. So the next one, we move from back to Asia to Japan. Okay, Japan birth rate has dropped to a historic low, the lowest since data gathering began in 1899. True or false? Mm. No, it's exciting. But... This one sounds like it could be real because Japan, you know, has always had a falling birth rate. But you're yes, saying but that now... it's the lowest it has ever been, is it? Lowest it's ever been since 1899. Hmm... I'm going to say hey, okay, I'll, 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 read, I'll read a little bit more, okay? So about 137 million people live in Japan. The population could drop below the 100 million mark by 2049, according to the National Institute of Population and Social Security Research. Wait, is this the last one? No, there's two oh. more. 
Uh, well, are you are you are you doing it based on like oh you know he has to, it just looks like it has to be fake right? you, you know you know when uh, you do MCQ in school your exam <laughs> if it's like if there's two A's he has to be C. a B C again cannot be I need to go back check <laughs> uh, okay so both our wives say it's true uh, Jamie says it's true okay I'll just say fake for the for the sake of you know being contrarian Hannah true or false just thinking in the sense that could it you know because it's COVID time right everyone's stuck at home you know they're getting the the kinky on they're getting jiggy with it <laughs> they're getting their kinky on <laughs> getting jiggy with it right? so, so you're saying it's fake or let's true? try that let's try that okay so fake okay so uh, it's fake okay but All not right. not because not because I just changed the numbers okay Okay, so this is a very prevalent, like, you know, we always hear that Japan, Japan has an aging population and that it sucks. They're like, they are going to die off in, like, what, 50 years or something. Okay, so yeah. according to the WHO, the total fertility rate is the total number of children born or likely to be born to a woman in her lifetime if she was subject to the prevailing rate of age-specific fertility in the population. So basically, in more colloquial terms, right, the total fertility rate is just a measure of women who might give birth compared mm-hmm. to those who would actually give birth. Right, so it's just a mic. It's a it's a very like causal thing. So there is a decrease in Jap- Japan's fertility rate, but it's a very insignificant change. And okay, to give you guys some context, right? Uh, the latest data available: Japan's fertility rate is one point four four in twenty sixteen. This is a bit older one. Okay, compared to these other countries who have a much lower fertility rate, Spain yeah, well. has one point three three, Portugal is one point three one, Italy is one point three five, Greece is one point three three, Cyprus one point three four, Poland. 1.32 and South Korea is one of the lowest in the world, oh, which wow. is 1.17. Wow. So, 1.17. This, so, this illusion Japan, that Japan is always yeah. the lowest is, is not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not, not true. true. Oh. It's very interesting. I, I, I was like, what's, what's so Singapore's uh, rate? I have no idea. I didn't check. Someone can, someone can fact check <laughs> me on that and, and, and put it on. Um, all right. Move on to the next one. Number four. We move now to Syria. All right. Syrian refugees deported from Turkey. For provocative banana eating. Okay, 31 suspects were investigated by Turkish police on charges of provocatively eating bananas on social in social media posts. True or false? I'll go true. I'll go true. I'll go true, sir. That's very funny. I don't know if they would say it's true though. They just kept it there. It's a bit hard, it's a bit weird. Jimmy says true. I, th- I think I think maybe for you guys the the more like weird it is, the more true it is. Is that what? is that your maybe I don't know, maybe. Okay. So yeah. the answer is that it's true. Okay, All right. Eleven Syrians yeah. were arrested and seven will be deported from Turkey on charges of provocatively eating bananas in social media posts after a storm erupted surrounding a video of a Turkish citizen complaining about refugee. Syrian refugees being able to afford kilos of bananas while he could not afford bananas. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh my. Yeah. So a trend on social media began afterwards with Syrian refugees posting photos and videos of themselves eating bananas intended on mocking <laughs> the Turkish citizens' complaint. Okay. So that's true. Okay, I've got the last one. I think this one, you guys will get it because it was quite a popular... It, it's very recent and it's it happened just... And it was quite a big thing. All right, going back to Japan. Because Japan is always the land of the weird, right? Japanese man in Joker costume injures 17 in ninth attack 
on Tokyo train. True or false? True. And it's not Joker costume. I saw this too. It was yeah. true. It just came yeah. out. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah. It, well, yeah. He, it, was, it wasn't a Joker nope. costume, right? He was he wearing was trying... the costume from JoJo's uh, Bazaar Adventure. Adventure, right? But yeah. was he trying to be Joker though? I don't know no, because that guy in JoJo's is a serial killer. Also He's crazy a psychotic also. serial killer. Yep. So, yeah. yeah. I guess, you know, mainstream media looks at like a green or purple suit and then they think it's Joker, but... Joker, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Not. So anyway, Come on, uh, those effect, of you who right? don't know... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, think, I mean, I literally took this from this article. I mean, not, not you. A 24, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a 24-year-old man wearing a Jojo costume attack passengers on a Tokyo train line. Apparently, this is in Shin- near Shinjuku, which is one of the busiest train lines, mm. in, uh, train stations in Japan, in Tokyo, on Sunday evening. As many as 17 people were injured as they headed for Halloween parties in the city. Actually, it was quite scary. I saw some of the videos that like people were actually climbing through the windows yeah. of the train. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. see that? To escape. They were like, trying to escape. Yeah, and then he was just, after all, he just sat down like on the thing. And, I wonder who took a photo of him or something. Probably through know. the it really window, right? Yeah, but it's it is definitely like like freak, like scary. Considering that I'm going to go to Japan, this is pretty scary. <laughs> but it was weird because he said that the the news agency said said that the police that the man had said he had wanted to kill someone since June because he had quit his job and seen many of his friendships fall apart. Wow, that's kind of messed up. Usually, <laughs> usually what happens on the train is that. A lot of Japanese people, when they want to commit suicide, they will jump on the train tracks. That one we all know. That one's a very common. You know, when I was in Japan, I think when I went there once, when I was in Tokyo for six days for one, one time when I came back from work. And when I was there, I think I encountered three train, uh, like delays. slowdowns, uh-huh. delays. Whoa, and they whoa. were all, okay. suicides. all suicides. All suicides? All suicides. Wow. Yeah. But apparently it's a very, uh, I, okay, I, I, this one you can fact check me because I'm really not sure. But I've heard that it's due to, it's not a very good way to, Die because apparently the transport company will will send you a bill. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they send the family a bill. I I don't know how true for, that is for delaying the, the yeah the for delaying man hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, I don't know. I mean, I for, know if you haven't been to Japan, their their train system is like on the second exit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever been to Japan? Yes, I have, but that was really long time ago. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a long time for everybody. I love it. Yeah, it's two years for me. It's super long. Can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Mine was like almost twenty years ago. Oh wow! Oh, that was really long. Oh, so you've never really been to Japan as an adult? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. Oh, it's a very different experience. A different experience, right? A, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just maybe like, like, even now, when I think about like when I was, I, I, I did my exchange when I was in university in Paris. Even then, when I was like, I was like, how old are you? 22, 23? Like, as a university student, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I would if I were there now. Yeah. Because as you're an adult, you, you, you have, as also when you're spending power increases, you have more things you want to do and see. And so I think it's a little bit different. So yeah, I was okay. Yeah. Next time you can visit me, Hannah. Oh, you're going to go there for how long? Uh, uh, as long as I can permanently. <laughs> oh, Hannah doesn't know? You don't know? Not yet, not yet. So, I so my, thinking so, you yeah, were going to Taiwan or something. We're supposed <laughs> to, yeah. So we're supposed to relocate to migrate to Japan. Okay. Supposed to have done it in June, but obviously that's not the case now because I'm still here and because yeah. Japan locked down their borders in a sense. Okay. Uh, but now apparently, because Japan just finished their elections, yeah, and yeah. apparently the news articles just came out that the government is thinking of opening up again. Correct. So 
I might actually be going pretty soon. Oh, okay. That's really fast. I've yeah. I've been so I listen to some podcasts of uh people foreigners who work in Japan lah who have like here mm. and all that. And then uh oh it's called Trash Taste. I don't know if you have heard of it. It's hosted by um people who normally do like anime reviews and stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's quite interesting. They they don't just talk about anime; like, they talk about life in Japan and all that. So, yeah. one of the recent episodes, they're talking about how tough it is to get back into Japan, even as a as a PR. Yeah. Jap- yeah. Correct. Yeah, and and there are a lot of students who yeah, are stuck. non-Japanese, but they study in Japan, and they yeah. can't even get back they in. Can go back. Yeah. yeah, for like the wow. last two years. So their education has been put on hold. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really terrible. So yeah. can expect you know I mean you can you cannot expect, but you can probably think how hard it is to get to Japan now. Mm. For mm. for a year now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully this is uh hopefully the end of the election would mean that yeah, they let us in. Yeah. Okay. So now moving on to some uh news that is a little bit closer to home. Uh uh, Hannah, do you know of the Raisa Khan saga? Yes, but I've not okay. uh, really you Okay, so let, let me get... Okay, so so this is the last news topic before we talk about other things. Yeah. But I thought this something very, very interesting because uh, I stay in uh, Aukang and we are part of a Workers' Party opposition. So mm-hmm. al- although thankfully, although she's not my MP, she's she's worked, she's in Kang. La, and <laughs> I'm with Pritam. Uh, so... What happened was that, just to give you guys some context, so I think in August, uh, basically during Parliament, uh, Risa Khan, uh, so she's a minister of, member of Parliament, she was had a debate on empowering women. Okay, so she said, she claimed that she accompanied a 25-year-old rape victim to a police station to make a police report three years ago. Okay, and then during that point, the police officer had, who interviewed the victim had allegedly made inappropriate comments about her dressing and the fact that she was drinking. All right. So, because, okay, for those of you who don't know the political situation in Singapore, uh, only very recently has opposition party has able to get some seats in parliament. So, the ruling party, um, long live the PAP, has always <laughs> been, has, like, you can, be, you can bet that if you have said anything in that seems to be remotely controversial in parliament the ruling party is going to investigate all the way because they want to catch your if you say something uh, uh like that's remotely like they want to catch you and so apparently the they they really put their resources and found out that actually that uh risa khan was lying about the fact that she accompanied uh this rape victim to the police yeah so she wasn't necessarily lying about the rape that there was a rape victim that she may have heard anecdotally, she may have heard anecdotally, like someone told her that this rape victim who, or even that, that there was a policeman who made inappropriate comments, but she did lie about the fact that she accompanied that. Yeah, so that's the current story as far as I know of. Yeah, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'll go first, I guess. And then I'll go first. Go ahead. So, to give some context to our non-Singaporean listeners and even... Uh, people who have Singaporeans who have been, you know, living abroad for a while. Uh, she's a member of parliament. She's she's very young, right? She's like, yeah, she's the youngest she's 20, member. Of parliament 20, but she's twenties or twenty late twenties, I think. Yeah, she's in her twenties. She was newly elected during the last election. I think that was was it this year? Was it last? No, last uh, year. this year. Oh, was, was it this year? year? 
Shit, I don't remember. <laughs> no, I think it's this year. It feels like, yeah. So, um, yeah, so she's no, a member of parliament so. and essentially what happens is she lied. She lied in parliament, you know, yeah. during a, a parliamentary debate. Uh, to, to non-Singaporeans or even like, you know, people from, I would say, our Western counterparts or European counterparts, they'd be like, oh, big deal. She lied during parliament, like, what, what's, what's the big deal? All oh, politicians, politicians say a lie. But in Singapore, it's like, it's a huge thing to be, to, to be found out that you actually lied, right? Quite <laughs> yeah. not. Like, yeah. if you're in the US, yeah. you're like, ah, that's, that's just another, you know, another day. That's politics. Office. That's politics. Yeah. yeah, but in Singapore, it's huge. So, I mean, I was just talking to my parents about this. Uh, my parents are pretty staunch PAP supporters. That means they support the incumbent. Uh, and they both feel that something should be done. Yeah. Like I mean, a form sure. of punishment should be like should be meted yeah. out. Or mm-hmm. at least somebody from the opposition party has to take responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was talking to my dad, like I was asking, so but what can we do? Like you can't you can't sack her, right? I guess I if do. you if you remove her can they still uh, govern their GRC with four people? Because you can't you can't replace her. What? If you want to replace uh, her, you would have to hold a by election. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, and there's no way they're gonna risk holding a risk holding a by election. A election. It would mean that they, they might lose. lose right? yeah. They might lose. <laughs> yeah, but I do think that the the opposition party, especially Pritam Singh, the the leader, has to come out and yeah. and at least. Give a statement. Yeah, so he has already. Yeah. So to give you some context, he did say that the Workers' Party, so rightly so, the leader of the Opposition Party, Workers' Party, has come up with a statement saying that they have put together a committee and they are thinking of how they can best discipline. So it's like it's kind of like it's okay, you don't score my you don't score my person, I score him, I score yeah. her first. Let me Hopefully do that will like settle. Let me do the discipline <laughs> so that PAP doesn't need to. Because in a sense, it it is their it is firstly their prerogative to punish her. Yes. Yeah, it's their responsibility and their right in the sense. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Hannah, what do you think? You know, being the counselor that I am, right? This this mm-hmm. doesn't go in that kind of direction. <laughs> <laughs> I think the very first thought that I had, what kind of effect yeah. does this have on people who are actually victims? You know, people yeah. who have gone through sexual assault, sexual abuse, whatever yeah. kind of forms of trauma that they have ever experienced in their lives. What what kind of the image of role model is this, you know, a person that's supposed to stand up for, for people who are vulnerable, you come up with a fake story and, and it really diminishes the ex, the, the, the kind of, uh, the trauma, la, the nightmare, you know, mm. that, that whole situation which is really horrible, essentially. Mm. Yeah, mm. so I thought that, yeah, I, I didn't really read into it, but that was the first mm. thought of my head, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the funny thing is that AWARE, so AWARE is an organization that's supposed to defend women's rights. The and champion women's rights. With, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and particularly for, for women who have suffered, who are victims of, of sexual assault cases. Yeah. Uh, they basically like called her out, right? They said like, and, and so like, you know you messed up when like, because she was in fact trying to champion women's rights in parliament. Yeah. And the fact that the very organization that, that champions <laughs> it calls you out is like, oh, that's like not very good. Yeah, um, man. Yeah. <laughs> So I think the, the crazy thing is that she lied three times. So it's not just a single incident. So she 
she because she, she kept saying it right so on three separate occasions she lied about that alleged incident and like i said she said that she heard it from a support group right oh, but that doesn't that so it, it i i in a sense i believe that she heard it mm-hmm. that she heard it because anybody can say you know i heard i heard this story yes. right and it might even be true but the fact is that i i sometimes i wonder why did she why did she have to put this tidbit in and say that uh oh i accompanied her like it's a huge leap to say i heard it from someone and and saying that i put myself in the story right suddenly i'm in the story now like i am involved in this yep. scenario and yep. i feel for her because i i i i understand that her intentions are pure like she maybe she's trying to really push an agenda that she believes is right but yeah. just the method and she's I, I i like some of it you can blame to age she's 27 so some of it can blame on age but some of it also is just like that's not the right way man yeah definitely not <laughs> yeah so again age I, I don't know man I, I i just thought that it felt more like it was like how you say it, you know, it was just a position you know mm. she's in in a, in a she's on a platform where she's able to champion women's rights but mm. it was so badly used la, in this instance yeah. or like she wanted to put herself as the champion right probably Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like, for her lah. I, I, yeah. I think like from her for her whole political life, right? She is this is gonna be hang hanging over him, yeah. right? Yep. She's basically like jinxed her her political career. I think yeah. more or less, more or less over for her lah. It's over, yeah. It's you gone. think so? You think there's yep. no redemption at all? Not in it's Singapore, man. Be an administrator right now. <laughs> so, you, so you think that next general election, twenty twenty five, like Britam would be crazy to field her. Yeah, I, I think she will not be fielded in in uh in the Workers' Party already. Really? Yeah. I, I think she can try the best to salvage her reputation. Yeah. But of course it'll be, it'll be a bit uphill. Yeah. Um <laughs> I guarantee you during the next election, if she's put up uh it will be PAP will PAP yeah. will, will, will bring it up again. They're gonna win again. Yeah. This is the this is the quality wanna, of do you want a liar in your party? Yep. Exactly. I think I think exactly. that's gonna happen. And uh, and I, I don't blame them for it because you know she she did screw up. And it yeah. was it was I would say it's a quite pretty major screw up. Yeah. 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 Well I, I mean I wish her all the best. I hope that she can repair her reputation and kind of also in a sense repair yeah. this like I hope this doesn't detract from the whole argument which was how do we empower women? Because, you know, when you make such a drama out of all these things, right? Like the fact that she lied, it detracts totally yeah. from the, what exactly. they were trying to talk about in the first place. Exactly. Yeah. But this, so this is the consequence of her actions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so something that my, my, my dad, my mom and dad said, or I think my mom said this morning, because I was talking to them, uh, was that, you know, all these kind of like uh, speeches and all that, mm. they aren't they vetted by at least your own parties, you know, somebody before they are, you know, approved and sent mm. to parliament. I, I, I mean, maybe they're vetted, but she says, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have that happened to me. And then they yeah. believe her, yeah. yeah. I mean, what, what the vetting doesn't, vet, the vetting is more, I would imagine it's more for like grammar and like yeah. not so much for yeah. fact checking. And someone is her own personal anecdote, right? It's not mm-hmm. like, Good it's point. not a fact that she needs to fact check. Yeah. Well, yeah. she got okay. caught up in the lie. <laughs> 
this, this is this is why lying is bad, guys. Don't lie. Because when you tell a lie and it catches up to you, what you do is you tell a bigger lie to cover up the first lie. Lucky she didn't escalate the lie. Lucky she just kept it as like, no, I went there, I went there. If she had suddenly came out, oh, you know, I didn't lie. Actually, what happened was that, and then she came for some other tomorrow story. Yeah, okay. But I, I, I'm just wondering, like, whether after the first lie, whether she actually went to, like, any of her leaders and said, like, whether she said, hey, actually, I made this mistake. But I, I don't think so because I think if that would happen, I think they would just tell her you should you should faster say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like stem the bleeding, you know, before it, it gets even worse. Alright. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me get off uh this very deep and uh we've been talking about very deep topics. Uh <laughs> let's talk about something a bit more lighthearted, which is what have you been uh watching or playing uh this week? Okay. So let's start with our guest. Hannah. We I have not talked in a long time. I think last time I saw you. You were playing Among Us on the air assault bike. <laughs> oh yes. Were, no, assault bike no, so what, what have you been uh playing this past week, month, year, whatever? Well or, okay. or watching. So I have been playing Plasmophobia ever since uh I found this Twitch streamer in Sing. So watching him just own this kind of weird interest that I just wanted to go and chase after ghosts. Yeah, and it was, you know, Halloween just over the last weekend and there was a new update in the game. And that's it. I got hooked. I've been playing Phasmophobia nonstop and I I think uh-huh. there's something wrong with my life lately. <laughs> this is why she wanted to do the podcast earlier because she had to go back and kiss goals. Okay, so, so, so because, okay, talk to me because I think Marv might know this game but I don't know this game. Tell me why, what is Phasmophobia? Like, how is, does the game work? What's it called? Phasmophobia? So basically, okay. it's like a ghost hunting game, right? You okay. go in with uh, one to four players and they're supposed to look for evidence of what kind of ghost type you are dealing with. So there's, of course, like different levels of difficulty and then like um, you have different kinds of, a whole array of like equipment that you can use. You know, from an EMF leader, from uh, like a spirit box, or even if you go into the house, you're probably going to find a, what's that called? A Ouija board. Uh, a Ouija yeah. board, yeah. Yes, yes. So with all the tools that you have, you're supposed to find at least up to three evidence and then uh, fulfill some other quest objectives and then you know, get extra money and level up and just play the same kind of game over and over in different locations on the map. Wait, wait. So the objective <laughs> is to do what again? Is to basically find out what ghost type you're dealing with. Okay, so it's a yes. it's a co it's a totally cooperative game. Uh, not. It can be single player also, right? Yes, it can be. No, it's cooperative. I said it's not like Among Us where you sabo each other. You can sabo your friends, lah. Basically, if you if you if for example, if you you lose your shit, you you have no balls, and that's it. You just want to stay in the van and not do anything. That's how ah, yeah. screw but, but but you, yeah. you don't but that's not the objective of the game. The objective of the game is to work together to solve the mystery yes. of as what kind as of possible. ghosts. Yes, correct. Okay. But it's yeah. not like it's not like the element is not baked in, into the game where like you sabo each other. No, right? It's not like among no, us. No, it's definitely not. Okay. Yeah. So what makes it so interesting to you then? I I wonder too. Okay, maybe it's just a thrill, honestly. So so mm. you know, you're in a dark place, it's, it's very ambient. So when you're playing in game, right, and using the hit, like the headset itself, right, um, huh. there are two mics within the game. So one is a global walkie-talkie. 
So uh-huh. that broadcast, like you're definitely able to hear your teammates no matter where you are. You can be outside and you're still hearing your, your teammate who's in a basement in the house. But the other one is the proximity chat. So it's like it's, if I press another button, I can only hear people who are closest to me. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, the other teammates are going to sound really far. Or like if you're in their room somewhere, the distance in the house, I'm not going to hear them at all. So I won't be able to hear if there is a hunt from the ghost or, or if there's any evidence that they found, I won't be able to hear it. Yeah. So I, I really think it's a thrill because we need to run away from the ghost when it you know occurs, when a hunt oh. occurs. So, so, so the ghost is hunting you as well during this whole yeah. time? Yeah. So, so, so do you want to like, so you kind of want to split up to find more evidence, but at the same time you want to stick together because there's safety? In a sense, yes. And but usually... The locations uh, are like at one location most of the time. Otherwise, it's like, you know, it's a roaming goal. So you have to like try to find the location that it's roaming at. Yeah. Okay. Just so once you find that, once you find out like, okay, this is a blue ghost. I'm, I'm just giving some random <laughs> characteristics. Yeah. Okay. This is a blue uh, refrigerator ghost or whatever. I, I'm just yeah. giving you some random name. What do you, is your job to kill the ghost? No, we're not supposed to kill it. We're supposed to find out what it is. That's, that's the and first then, objective. Uh-huh. So there may be other objectives that are optional objectives. So uh, you can also, like for example, let's say get the ghost to walk through salt or like get the ghost to blow uh-huh. up a candle or capture a photo of a ghost. Like, dude, man, the only time that you capture a photo of a ghost is when it's hunting you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's not, a, okay, that's interesting. And so, so do like, you always play with people with microphones? Of course, of course. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it feels lame to... There's no chat, right? You don't type, right? No, you have to speak. Okay. I assume there's yeah. a lot of screaming. Yes. <laughs> Jamie seems to know what the game is about. Yeah. Okay, so... so, so, so what is a yeah, typical game round? Like, yeah, how long is it? What happens? It, uh, okay, it like walk ranges, us through what happens. What yeah. happens? So it ranges long. Let's, let's see. How about you scream? Uh, the best... The best turnout for a game right when we completed everything was within three to five minutes and nothing wow happened. we completed so everything full evidence full objectives we got the, the max money and the hunt game what happened the, 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 the ghost must have been like WTF, yeah the ghost man. like is okay, <laughs> what the heck? I never get to <laughs> so what are you yeah. supposed to do they so, fulfill objective right? it's like RPG yeah. and it's a quest Something uh, like that, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like go find this journal somewhere that tells you about the backstory of the ghost, that kind of thing, is it? So, Something so similar. We will to... have a journal. We will have a journal uh, that we like take notes and like, okay, uh, according to the evidence, you know, what does it uh, tell? Is there freezing temperatures in the room? Uh, or maybe it appears uh, like okay. uh, not shape of it on the on the video camera and then goes off and stuff like that. So the longest game that I think I've played was 30 minutes. And that was harrowing. Yeah, I guess the longer it goes, the scarier because because they hunt you more, right? Yes, exactly. So okay. it, it's really based on, on what you think. Like, for example, like uh, maybe if your sanity drops, right? And uh, the team members start to get a little bit more, more uh, get, yeah, paranoid. And then maybe the ghosts will hunt you even more, but not really that. So there are many different types of ghosts like, with different characters. So, for okay. example, there's one ghost called the Onio. So, it's a fire ghost. So, like, if you keep extinguishing flames, it immediately hunts. So, like, uh, so right? 
just chilling, like playing around, you know, there's a wind and okay. it goes a candle and we relight it again and go start something. It's like zoom, so so once you once you so the ghost can kill you, right? Yes. Yes. So once the ghost kill you, you can't talk anymore. Is that like how so, it works? Yes, that's right. But you also like you go into the ghost realm as well. So you can see what your teammates are doing. You can hear what oh. they're saying. It's like yes. Yeah, and you can also <laughs> see the ghost. You can detect where the ghost is, but you can't okay. you can't say anything. And, can't and say at the same yeah. time, you can be like a poltergeist, you know, you can take a cup and just keep throwing it at a location. You can give them yes. hints. Yes, if you want. Like if if the if the lighter is on the floor and they don't know that it's a fire ghost, you just keep throwing at the lighter yes. so they'll know like, oh okay, it's a fire yeah. ghost. It it depends on what it, you can't really pick everything. You can't pick up equipment, but you can pick up like random objects. Yeah, it's a ghost. Yeah, so, it is very, very well reviewed on Steam. It has right? three, almost, almost three hundred thousand overwhelmingly positive reviews. That's insane. That's you know, like, like on the le- that's on the pay. level of like, uh, what is it? like Doom Eternal. That's how high, highly rated it is. Yeah, we need to play this, guys. Especially at this time. This is the okay. best time. <laughs> no. Okay. So <laughs> let me let me give you guys some brief history of like. Okay. So um. I don't know about you guys, but I hate horror as a genre. Like I can't, I can't take it. I'm too maybe I'm too much of a of a wussy, but I can't watch horror, let alone like like I know some people. I don't know what Hannah does, but I'm pretty sure she's the kind that like turns off the light, wear the headset, then look really close to the computer. Like she will set up the environment in a way that it will scare her the most. But like even me playing in broad daylight, I'll freak out over this kind of thing. So like. <laughs> I, I I can't do this, guys. So I I yeah, love horror. On the other yeah, on the other spectrum, I love horror. The the last horror movie I watched was just like yesterday night. I finished the latest Paranormal Activity. You know Paranormal Activity, right? Yep. Yeah. So there were six six par six Paranormal Activity movies that were linked, and then everybody thought it was over. But then they got the guy back and he wrote the seventh one, which is not linked to the first six one. Ooh. Apparently, la, it's supposed to be like a brand new... Interesting. Uh, yeah. New, and new, phase, new phase four of MCU. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's the same, like, you know, found footage type. So I like... Um, oh, by the way, 510, my, my review, my, my rating, 510. 510. Yeah, it's not very good. But I like horror movies. Um, I watch... The, the one that I watched before Paranormal was The Medium. Have you heard of it? Yes. yes. Yeah, so it was the, the, the documentary kind of style yes, style apparently horror, right? It's supposedly like very, very scary. Like the reviews I read, like people people told me. So so uh, our friend Zetian, his, oh. his colleague, um, told him that it was so scary that he couldn't sleep at night. Like he kept him on at <laughs> night. Because it's supposedly a Thai and Korean... Um, yes. oh, those are the worst. Uh, collab. So yeah. I watched those it. Those are the worst. I think I told the thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't see what's so scary about it. I wasn't scared. <laughs> at all. Exactly. If it was pure Thai horror, <laughs> yeah. I would totally live for it. The ending. Yeah, I was okay. like, uh, I okay. So, so I, I, I this, this, this brings me to a question that I really want to ask you guys, and maybe check can check can say something also. What is the okay? I can, this is I'll answer first because it's very easy for me because I have not watched horror in the past. <laughs> 20 years so uh, I what is the best horror movie you've watched so I can give you guys some context okay the first 
And probably the only horror movie I've ever watched since then was Shutter. And I'm not talking about the crappy American version. The, 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 the right. Thai version. I'm talking about the Thai yeah. version. Yes. And when I watched that, I think I was how old? 18? Maybe no, 16. 17 or 16, I can remember. Like JC. I remember, I I, I, think, I I think there's a scene in like the elevator, I can't remember. But every time I enter, yeah. like I remember the, over the next week, right? A week, uh, it, it wasn't like two days or three days. Because I have a very active imagination. I would be scared to enter the lift. <laughs> like I would rather walk up the stairs than take the lift. <laughs> what what right? story stay on? Uh, six, I was 17. Uh, eight, oh. uh, I stay on the sixth uh, six floor. So I just walk up. But it's it's like, and somewhat the worst are the ones with mirrors. So if the if there's no mirrors in the lift, you know, it's okay, fine. You know, I can just close my eyes. Whatever. But when there's like those condo elevators, you know, you go in, there's like, it's all uh, mirrors. That's when I freak out. So uh, I remember because Shutter had, the. Uh, that's the one thing which I think Hannah mentioned a little bit, is that Thai movies, Thai horror movies, the ending is a total mind messer. Like you think you think the horror is over, right? But then the last part is like it's not a it's not a scare horror. It's like the kind that eats into your mind. Yes. Like the more you think about it, the more messed up you think yes. it is. Yes. So like the ending of Shutter, right? I, I won't spoil it for you guys, but the end of Shutter, right? <laughs> I, I think those of you who watch Shutter, you know. I think it's one of those endings that you'll forever remember. When the door closes and you see that reflection, if if you know your what mind is like what your you mind right. is like. I think you just keep thinking about it. I suffered two hours of this stupid show for it to end this way. No, but it was okay. okay. So, so if you if you were to ask me what are what are what what are my favorite, or I would say, even say like one of the best, Shutter is actually ranked on like maybe my top five horror movies, mm. because you know the yeah. whole show you see the things in the photos, yeah. right? Yeah, and then but, that that very end that that last like one second of the movie, yeah. and then yeah. you actually find out why, and then you're like, oh my god, <laughs> and then you just I keep thinking that. about it, right? You just keep thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. So I watched both. Show. I watched the American version. So the American version is, tr- is trash. Don't don't I'm watch, gonna it. watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, So it's definitely oh, one of my top lah. Really? Um, what is your top then? Wow, I don't know. I watched so many horror movies like. Okay, so I, I don't limit myself to watching just like Asian. Um I watch I watch um Hollywood horror also la. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. I don't know. What would you consider something like Shutter Island to be horror? No. Because no, it's no, it's a psycho no. thriller, but there it's, are horror it's a, a psycho thriller. aspects, right? No, 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 no. Like it's not like the that I wouldn't consider it's horror not because, because Shutter Island is not like supernatural. It's, it's not yeah, it's not I mean it is a little bit supernatural in a sense. Uh, not really lah. Like, once you find out the, the twist yeah. at the end. I mean, when you understand but, why, yeah, I guess. But it is, it's the, the intention of the director is not to scare you. Yeah. But I would yeah. say, well, I think I would the intention of my, horror is to scare you. I would say at least all of my top, if not most of them, would be Asian horrors lah. Yeah. Have yeah. you watched Coming Soon? No. That is Isn't that on Netflix? Top. Isn't it Netflix? No, it's a Thai horror movie coming. Oh. Wait, I'm not sure if if it did. So that actually messed me up, and I love horror. I couldn't sleep for about a few nights. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Even the poster is creepy. Yeah. I and, just saw and, the poster. WTF? Exactly. So it's so disgusting. <laughs> so I love the progression of the story. It was really interesting. But again, like you said, you know, at the end something happened. I was like, dude, seriously, I was just ready to just chill. It's not. That that messed me up so bad I couldn't sleep at that night. Yeah. 
Like, is it that about Thai like, horror movies that makes it so dang good? I don't know, man. This this had a story in a story. It was really good. I don't want to be spoiling it. I'm gonna leave it as this uh, as this. Uh, yeah, it, so, it was it was a sad yeah. story. I gotta say, it was really. Yeah, but a most sad most story. Thai most Thai horror movies always have a very sad story that that that's a result of trauma that caused yes. the ghost to appear like some way or yes. another. Like Shutter is ex- almost the exact same story. Yeah. But I, so I'm just thinking like for Hollywood, right? Like, so like, I, I'm trying to think of scary movies from Hollywood, like Exorcism of Emily Rose or something like oh. that. Like are those, what, what is the difference between like a Hollywood horror movie and an Asian horror movie? Okay, so my my top few Hollywood horror movie would be The Conjuring. I think anybody who's watched The Conjuring uh, would, would say that it's one of the best Hollywood style horror movies. So, you watched it right here, nah? I got annoyed. You are annoyed. I got okay. really, really annoyed because so, it was like jump scares and loud, loud yes, sounds. Yes. So that's yeah. the, that's the the Hollywood um yeah. formula, right? Yeah, yeah. They use jump scares. They use a lot of loud noises. As compared right. to Asian Asian horror, which is yeah. they don't it's really like do jump scares. Yeah, they do like they mess with your your mind, right? Like yeah. they just the horror is just there on screen. It doesn't like you know just it doesn't pop up. You know, right in front of you yeah. and scream yeah. at you. It's just there. Like you know, yeah. like you know it's coming. Like you, you yeah. like when they're in the scene, you're like, ah, oh, dude, like, don't, 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 don't do it, <laughs> right? But like you know, you can, like okay, so so okay, so a little bit of spoilers for for Shutter. So if you if you want to watch Shutter, just stop for a while. So the whole premise of Shutter is that the reason why it's called Shutter is because he can take when he takes photos, he sees the ghost in developed in his photos. Right, he so, sees like so some he, distortion, right? Distortion yeah. at the start, right? And and yeah. it turns out that distortion is actually this ghost that's mm. haunting him. And of course, later the story develops of why this ghost, the ghost haunts, haunts him. him. Yeah, why the ghost haunts him. But like, it's a very simple premise, right? This he, he in a sense his weapon actually it's from a game, right? Fatal Frame, right? You guys, yeah. Fatal yeah. Frame. Yes. Oh my gosh, Fatal Frame. There's a remake yeah, of so Fatal Frame, by the way. Yeah, so Fatal Frame is basically the same concept as Shutter, except that it's a video game, right? You take photos of ghosts to identify them, and then you. I don't know whether Fatal Frame can you kill them with a the camera, but in a sense, this guy in the in the movie, when he takes photos of, he's not actually killing the ghost. He's just trying to figure out what the heck, where where is the. It's just it's just a form of identification. So like the very last, not the not the not the last scene, but the last climatic moment where he's trying to like basically like get the hell away, right? All he's doing is just like there's no there's no. I feel for 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 Asian horror movies, there's no there's no way he can win. Yeah. Right, but I feel like in a in a maybe in an Amer- in American horror movie, there's always a way for the for the people to win. Yeah, like yeah. defeat the ghosts. That's true. So it's like a hero movie. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's true. That's true. Asian horror yeah. always ends sadly. Yes. Yeah. It ends desperately. Whereas Hollywood horror, sometimes they make it out alive. There's always like yeah. you know the, the final girl. Yeah. The final girl yeah. trope, oh. right? Yeah. 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 So what about? What about the ring? So I've always said that the ring. I've never watched the ring, by the way. You never watched the ring? Oh, you should go watch no. the ring. So is the how how scary is the ring? I'm not gonna watch the ring, bro. <laughs> I think mm. I watched the Grudge, right? Is it the same? I can't. No, the Grudge is the American no, version, right? No, no, no. no, no. Um, no the Grudge is the Grudge is, is it's a, a different. It's the Japanese uh, version. Oh, yeah. It's different, right? Because there was this one scene that is planted deep in my brain, not the ring. So it was like, yeah, uh, I'm going to spoil this. So I don't know whether it's from the crash, I don't know whether it's from the ring or it's something else. So I remember mm. it was a lady that felt like she was being stalked and she didn't watch. So she was trying to go home. So then she was running away and she finally got to her lift landing and she went into the lift to go up to her, her highest floor. 
But you know what? The last, but the last few mm. nights, she keeps hearing a thumping sound oh. uh, on her wall, right? And then she's like, "What the hell is that?" Because she her unit is like, but there's nothing else really, you know. After her unit, it's, it's in the wall. Nothing. It's yeah. It's a it's a wall, you know. Okay. And she's at the high floor. So so while she was going up the lift, the viewers get to see that there is a little boy at every single floor. Just looking at her go up the lift. And oh, dude, that's so creepy already. Dude, even my head. What's his name? To- Toshio or something like that, right? It, it's the, the boy, the white face. The white face yeah. boy, so, yeah. Yeah. So by the time she reached her final floor, he's not there. And of course, we know that, you know, he's been watching her. So then she goes into her house. Then after that, you know, she, she was doing her own things. And then again, there is this strange sound. And of course, the haunting starts. She was, you know, caught by the ghost, the the thumping sound that she's been hearing the few nights before Ross was basically her being hung on the ceiling and her legs were knocking on the wall. I was like, dude, that is disgusting, bro. <laughs> it was basically her death all this So it's her, she was getting a premonition of what was happening. Gonna yes. Happen. Yep. Oh, that was so it was, yeah, disgusting. But the ring, I don't know. I, I couldn't really recall it. So I don't know. Maybe I wasn't that scared. I'm not sure. Um, I would say that the grudge, or rather Ju-on, but Ju-on? Is, yeah, Ju-on? is scarier yeah. than, than, than the ring. The ring. Than the ring. Okay, yes, yeah. then there was Ju-on. But maybe, maybe the ring is like a classic. Like it started off uh, the whole... Yes, yes. The ring definitely started off like this whole um, Asian horror thing. La. This whole Asian yeah. horror wave. Yeah. yeah. So the first time I saw the ring wasn't in cinemas because what happened was <laughs> my secondary school screen the ring in the auditorium during Halloween. What the? What the? Yeah. What the? So that's where I got, got to watch um my first Asian oh horror. My I think after that I was hooked. <laughs> so so I, Sherilyn I is not yeah, uh, yeah. my wife is not a horror fan. So when she met me, she was forced to watch uh some horror that's movies true. with me. La. The the most recent one that she watched was this Taiwanese horror show horror series on Netflix and she actually enjoyed it because it it wasn't like it wasn't pure Asian horror it wasn't just Asian horror that it was actually very story based I can't exactly remember which series it's it's called but it's about it basically is about um, school children in this particular school uh, where I think somebody has committed suicide Mm. yeah Mm. Yeah. okay Okay. You should go watch it. I, I, yeah. I'll find the. Let me go find the. Okay. Oh, it's called. But it's I called detention. See... Detention. Detention. What? Mm. There it is. I'm not sure whether it's still on Netflix, but if it, if it is, you, you should go check it out. Okay, it's it's a series. Yes, it's a Taiwanese okay. series, and my wife was shocked because I started watching like a Chinese show. Then she was like, <laughs> "Why are you watching Chinese show?" Ah. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, mistake, Sherilyn. It is on. Yeah. It is on Netflix. Oh, she's saying that it's good. Yeah. Okay, wait, but but the thing is, there's another Hollywood show that I thought was good, which is Sinister. Oh my goodness, Sinister! Yes, I, okay. Sinister disturbed me. Sinister is my is the number one scariest Hollywood horror movie. I number know. one, yes. yes. I, I, I'm not even going to bother to Google it because I don't want to be scared. Yeah, yeah even those. even the the poster is yes, it is definitely the most disturbing horror Hollywood horror. Horrible! I. I, I don't know. I, I tried to watch it a second time. 
or third time, I could not get over the last part. Like, you know, at the end, I couldn't bear to watch the screen. I was literally yeah. just doing this. It has the classic <laughs> jump scares. La. The yeah. jump scares were one thing, but, but I felt like... The story was good. This could so. happen. Yes, mm. this could happen. And that's I disgusting. I've, I watched it maybe three or four times, probably. Yeah, probably right? Yes. Every time it still gets me. Every time I'm still like, oh. <laughs> so I want to I want to actually ask this because I I too so when I the reason I don't watch horror is because it plays like when I'm not watching it after I watch it finish right like I'm lying in bed it it, it haunts my mind and I I can't sleep I don't want I can't like it's it's horrible I hate that feeling like I'd rather I I ask myself why would I pay money to watch something that would like prevent me from sleeping well okay but anyway so I just want to know what's the What's the reason for why people... Why do you enjoy horror? Mm. I have a, a very good reason. That's <laughs> a good question. very good reason. And I can go first, I, think, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess, you know, when it comes to supernatural kind of um, movies, right, I don't really identify with them as so much. So, like, for example, if you're talking about The Conjuring, right, it really didn't mm. do much for me. Or, like, Annabelle, I get really annoyed because... I feel in, in terms of the, the supernatural aspect, right, I, I cannot see that as that real. Okay, it, I'm, I'm not denying that the supernatural is not real. But yeah. the likelihood of it happening oh, okay. often, like for example, like let's say the poltergeist, poltergeist, like the 1980s version. Yeah. You know, things were flying around. Then there was this huge dimension that opens like, dude, that is excessive. That's not the horror that happens in supernatural kind of hauntings, you know. But I, I guess that, for example, there, there's this one show that I really love, right? But but people keep saying his name. It's The Visit. Uh, it's supposed, it's tagged as horror, um, but it basically, I wept at the end. It's like horror movie, but I was crying at the end because I felt that the story at the end, right, um, was very meaningful because it basically told this lady, right, who almost lost her children to a bunch of killers um, she lost her parents and the whole entire time she had a grudge against them she never forgave them only to mm. find out they died I'm like oh dude I, I mm. wept man like that, I guess that the ending part was what always got me about her if there is a story to tell at the end I, I find that I really love it okay. yeah. so you enjoy the, the storytelling of it Yes. Uh, the, yeah. Okay. And of course, the reason why it doesn't scare you as much, like the first part, if correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's too detached from reality for you. Yes. Like yeah. it doesn't seem like it exists in the reality that you live in, and so it doesn't Correct. scare you as much as, for example, it would scare me. Yeah. Like you know the okay. animal doll, the the conjuring, <laughs> these other okay. things that I got really not Yeah. Okay, Ma. Um, for me, uh, I would say yes. Uh. The story matters, um, in terms of you know the it's it's a I would say the story if it's good it's an added bonus of course, um if it's not good then the movie sucks lah but that that's a from a different yeah. perspective right but for me when it comes to horror, I I will sit through a horror movie even if the show even yeah. if the story sucks, yeah so because okay I'm somebody who. I don't know if there's correlation, but to me there is like So I I enjoy stuff like roller coasters, <laughs> bungee jumping, <laughs> and stuff like that. Like I enjoy the adrenaline rush, and I think getting watching a movie, um, and 
being a horror movie and being on the edge of my seat uh, mm. because you know you're always anticipating something's going to happen yeah, yeah. gives me that same thrill or uh, similar okay. thrill they're not of course they're not one-to-one you know people can yep. enjoy workers and hate horror movies but for me it's similar enough that uh, it's it's a draw to me lah. yeah mm. like I sit through mm. I sit through like you know like paranormal activity or the medium and all that uh, because there's always like this anticipation you know the ghost is going to come out um, mm. like like Hannah I don't really enjoy the jump scares I prefer it when the horror is there in mm. like it's very subtle in the background and, and you know you're just thinking about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so Marion says yeah I know <laughs> the difference for her is after a day of roller coaster she sleeps well after a day of horror movies she doesn't sleep well yeah, yeah so, so my wife gonna... is the same yeah. Charlene, Charlene has a rule that if we are to watch a horror movie, when she comes out of the cinema, the sky has to be bright. <laughs> I mean, that's, <laughs> that's her rule. That's not, a bad, that's, that's, rule. that's not a bad rule. I guess for me, I'm not as affected. I'm not somebody who will be like, uh, well, I can't sleep because I keep thinking of it. I keep thinking of the, the, the horror scenes and all that. For me, it's like, I think similar to Hannah, it's, it's a movie. So when it's over, yeah. it's over. I, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't dwell on it. You don't you don't do it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it doesn't affect me that yeah. much. Yeah, I I can't do that though. I can't I can't do that. I it, it dwells in my head. It's like a year. It's like a year worm. Yeah, but it's a scare. It's a scare worm. It just sits <laughs> in my mind and it's very hard in to explain why you like horror to somebody who doesn't. It doesn't like horror. horror. It's very hard to maybe, explain. Maybe it's also like the fact that like do you think that in a sense you're kind of desensitized to it a little bit like because you build up a resistance to scary movies in a sense like yes. like for example like you watch that's true. A, like you watch Sinister and for example, that's the scariest movie you've watched in the Hollywood side. So anything else other than that seems like it's tame. Yeah. I, 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 w- I wouldn't agree so much on the desensitization. Yes, there could be that aspect that you get numb a little bit, right? But okay. I, for me, it feels like if if there is something that I can get out of it, like for example, there is a there is a lesson learned behind it, right? That oh, mm. there's a possibility of this actually really happening to a person I could actually witness it um yeah it could be happen to my friend it could happen to the people that I love you know mm. that's that's even more scarier than than thinking that oh you know yeah. um there is gonna be a ghost that will throw a cup to my head you know? oh yeah, yeah that's why that's why <laughs> the, the scariest shows they always say are like based on a true story that's why they always put at the start right based, based on, on a true, true story. story that's uh-huh. that's that because in their mind that's the scary part like the fact that this is true yeah. Or based on something that's true. Yeah. But at the right. same time, right? Maybe, maybe being feeling numb or not really having that fear kind of allows you to see more than just the fear. Right? Mm. You think about it like, okay, if yeah, I'm yeah. not afraid in a situation like for example, yeah, I'm yeah. doing my claustrophobia, right? I'm able to get my stuff done, I'm able to find the evidence. I'm not even faced yeah. that the ghost events is happening around me, you know. Uh, I'm able to, to, to get it done. Mm. For example, yeah, or maybe in a movie like I'm not that scared. I'm able to see mm. beyond what the scare is is mm. actually doing to me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for answering my why people watch horror question. <laughs> um, let's move a little bit away from the horror part. Uh, Marv, have you been watching anything or doing anything this week that um, you want to share? Like, that's new, and new world does not come. Oh yeah, I can share my experience with uh at Razor HQ. Ah, okay, sure. So, so on on Wednesday, I was only for half half day, lah. Um, 
I managed to snag an invite to Razer HQ. So Razer is the, you know, the gaming peripheral company that makes like mice and keyboards and uh, speakers, headsets, stuff like that. Um, it's a local company that, excuse me, not really a local company. It was set up by a local, by, by Tan The CEO Mia. is Singaporean. Yeah, the CEO, um, the co-founder rather is Singaporean. He set up this company, his company in, I think it was California. I think it was California. Yep. So it has grown into a a tech, kind of a tech giant in the gaming scene. Lah. Probably the leading gaming company in terms of like, you know, revenue and products and all that. Yeah. Um, I was one of 10 people, uh, 10 public, who who were, who was invited to tour their new HQ. So they opened it, mm. a new Southeast Asia, right? Yep. HQ somewhere in Buena Vista. Lah you know, where all the other tech companies are. Yeah. Um, how I got invited, I think that's one of the questions that a lot of my, a lot of friends asked was, and the answer is purely uh, luck. Luck. Yeah. So what happened was, I happened to be looking at my phone one day, I think I was on Facebook or Instagram, and then I refreshed my feed and then the official Razor uh, account put up a post and, and the post was like, uh, be one of the be one of the only few to tour Razer HQ next month. Uh, we are inviting ten lucky, you know, ten ten Razer fans. Then there was a link, so I clicked the link, and then it brought me to Eventbrite. You know, the ticketing company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it there. <laughs> and then I, I, I just clicked that, and then he said, "Oh, you, I got an email. I said, uh, get ready for your your tour at SCA Razer wow. HQ.' Wow, so I was like, oh." Easy that, was that was easy. So yeah. I, I, so within that thirty seconds, I copied the link and sent it to our mutual friend Zhijian, and then he clicked on it and he was like, "So loud, leh? He says so loud." <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was within the minute, leh. Yeah, because yeah. I sent it to him in thirty seconds. Then, uh, he was he saw it immediately, lah. So I was like, "Hmm, is this a scam?" <laughs> <laughs> but it couldn't be because it was from you know the blue tick, the the verified yeah. account, and um. Shortly after they emailed me, one a representative la, from Razer emailed me with the official, you know, at Razer.com, uh, you know, fully encrypted and all that kind of stuff. Uh and then they 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 told me that no, oh, it's gonna be on this date. But it was delayed twice because of COVID. So mm-hmm. it was eventually delayed like one month plus and then finally it was on last last Wednesday, the day that I took mm-hmm. my shot, my booster shot. Yeah. So it was the day after the grand opening where they had our Deputy Prime Minister uh, at the grand opening. Which one? Uh, Hing. DPM oh, Hing. Okay. Yeah. And a day before the op- the opening to public. Yeah. So the HQ has a shop at the bottom, at the first floor, uh... where the public can enter. But beyond that, the public cannot cannot enter already. Lah. So hmm. I got to tour the shop before it opened. I got to tour, there's this thing called the Razor Cafe. So hmm. they built... Um, an AI robot that makes coffee and tea and, nice. and hot chocolate and it's behind like this huge like glass, glass. and then yeah. it makes the coffee and then it puts it into a slot and then you have to use your phone to unlock the slot so that you know people cannot just steal your drink because you actually have to pay for it and then we were like so so the people who gave us the tour one of them was like the marketing director and the other was the HR director yeah two, two ladies lah, and they are both like uh, they, I, I'm pretty sure they're older than me. La. They look like maybe 
late 30s or, or even 40s. And we told them like, so you guys meet an AI barista and you can't make the toaster that you promised us. Hmm. So <laughs> so we're still waiting for the toaster. Okay. That's, where, then, the, that's where the funds go to. I know, right? So they brought us up. Uh, there's, it's an eight-story building, but they only occupy four, the first four stories. So they rent out the other four stories. Uh, yeah. We only got to see two floors because apparently beyond that, it's like R&D and they don't, they say that even the government officials who came for the tour yesterday were not allowed to enter the third floor and above. Lah. Yeah, so, but we got to see like the office areas and um, it was quite cool. It, it was a bit weird to see like everything razor, even like the meeting rooms, all the chairs were the razor, Iska, the, you know, the gaming chair. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit weird all the la- to see that. All the laptops, all yeah, razor. Everything. everything was razor. Like we 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 toured the office and then everyone there was like using a razor headphone, using like razor laptops, you know, razor ma- yeah. mice. All of them had the razor chair. Uh but there weren't many people because they said like ninety percent of them are work from home now. Working from home. Yeah. So they opened like a huge new building, but there's not many people there. La. We got to see the their R and R place. Um so it's, I think it's quite standard, you know, like this kind of like big tech companies. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. A lot of free food, right? Yeah, free and food. And then they have like a really huge for... yeah, R&R place with like, and, and it being Razer, they have like arcade machines with like uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was quite fun. Like, the tour was about one hour-ish, one and a half hours. Uh, mm. They gave us a goodie bag with some stuff in it and a $50 gift card. So I yeah, used the gift card. Good, actually. Yeah, I used the gift card and I bought I bought Sherilyn a new mouse. Yeah. What what, what mouse do you get? Best I got lesson. her the Naga Pro. Def- the oh with, wow! It's the same as mine. The one with the the Naga Pro is the switchable lah. The switchable sides, yeah, right? Yeah, the switchable side and, it's, seats, and yeah. the Naga Pro isn't it wireless? Yes, it's wireless. That's like that's like a hundred and ninety or something. Two hundred. Two twenty six, I think. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got it for her lah. Okay. Yeah, because she's she's using my hand me down that I've been using that I was using like I don't know five years ago. So she is was, the razor. Is it the same the Trinity? Is it like no, the white? No, version? she was using my Taipan razor Taipan. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So not the not with no extra buttons. Uh. Yeah, because I'm using my Trinity. So yeah. So yeah, she's she was using my hand me down. So I was like, you know, time to get her something I'm new great. stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for watching horror movies with me. Here's oh, and uh. <laughs> The bonus was that I, I got to take a picture and meet the CEO. Uh, yeah. So he normally doesn't meet tour groups, but it just happened that he was walking like into the building. Then the the marketing person went to ask him, like, do you want to come say hi to the tour group? Oh. Yeah. And he was nice enough. Hey, to, Liang, come here. Yeah. He was like, hey, Tan, come here. Tan, come here. Yeah. It's quite cool, lah. It was nice to see like behind the scenes, like you know how they work and all that. Mm. Yeah, but mm. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, it is just an office, but it yeah, was I was cool just to see that people who are working you know, there would just be office people. Yeah, it was cool to see a razor field office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I won't talk about my basically. I I didn't really watch much. I I watched episode four of Squid Game. Oh, I must say what? that. Just Oh, see, Hannah, here we go. No. Yeah. So I've been, I've been, Mary and I basically watch one episode a week. <laughs> There's oh, like no. one evening a night where we like happen to have dinner together. Like happen to have dinner together where it's like no distractions and stuff like that. And then we just watch like one episode of Squid Game. Yeah. So we just watched episode four. 
<laughs> That's so slow, yeah. But episode 4 has been the most enjoyable episode because it's the most messed up episode we've watched so far. The most? Mm-hmm. Okay. The most messed up. I think if you know which episode, what, what, if, if I tell you the most, most messed up episode, I think most people will be like, okay, I know, I know what episode you're talking about. Is yeah. that even? <laughs> uh, okay, anyway. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Among Us. So, uh, actually, I've never played Among Us with... Did we ever play with Hannah? We didn't, right? No. Did you play? No. We only play among our own friends. Among our, our friends, right? Among okay. our own friends. Among, among us. So, uh, for those who don't know Among Us, Among Us is like... um. Where have you been game... if you don't know what's Among Us? Yeah, if you don't know what's Among Us... <laughs> yeah, basically it's a game that you can play almost on every platform, even on your phone. Uh, I think Han- that was Hannah's preferred version. Yeah. Um, On your phone. And basically it's like a... How do you say it? It's like modern polar bear. It's like yeah. a game where you try to werewolf. kill, where you have like uh, werewolf, yeah, where you have like yeah. eight to ten like normal people who are trying to solve, who are trying to fix the ship that they are on or the whatever they are in, and then two other people, two or whatever how many people you can set who whose aim is just to kill everybody, right? Or to kill enough people, and then at the end of each psych round, you can vote people off. So the the objective is that the the murderers want to push the blame to the innocent people, and innocent people want to get rid of the murderers. Right. So, uh, Hannah, are you still playing it? No. no. <laughs> Where did you start? Okay, so I remember last time when I saw you playing it, I was I thought that, hey, it's, why is it still why are you still playing it? I thought that craze was over already. How long did you play for? Oh, I think I did it for about two months. Oh, it's a long time. Wow, long and you time play, play and you play a lot of it, right? Yes. I remember like you were playing before CrossFit class, you played after CrossFit class. <laughs> I mean, th- there was even a new map, which is why I stuck to that game for a pretty long time because I re-downloaded it again just to try the new map. And then it was about one to two weeks and then I... It's five map. maps only, right? Or six maps? Five. I think... I think five now. I yeah, think. No, it's only five. Yeah. Okay. So, what did you... Okay, I mean, I guess we can all relate to this. What you enjoyed about playing Among Us. Yeah. Actually, okay. Uh, the, the thing that I really enjoyed the most was because I was playing in the office with my colleagues. Ah, okay, so, okay. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so the thing is, you, you know how, how Among Us gets boring after a while, right? It's pretty much the same kind of premise. It's the same kind of concept. But what we started to do was we, I, I think we, we were figuring out like how to make it a bit more exciting to play among just us in yeah. the office. And the best thing was because we faced each other when we were playing it. So we really literally had to, you know, play the poker face. face. In front yeah. of each other, we were like, you know, blaming each other, but at the same time, we had to like, fault someone else and win the whole game, right? Mm. There was like some games where you dim the light for, for the killer and, and for everyone else, you had free reign. You had only one task to do. You just basically play hide and seek. Mm. Yeah, or, or like, you know, switch the game around and see that. Yeah everyone just finds a hiding spot and that's it. You cannot miss. Yeah, mm. so it's like, you just see how good you are. But mm. yeah, you just took it to the next level just because, you know, it, yeah. uh, normal Among Us became boring after a while. So, did you ever play Randos? Random? Yes. Yes. But that really wasn't that fun. Like. I mean, got to admit yeah. it, right? because a lot of them would keep quitting or like rage quitting yeah, or yeah, yeah. some hackers also. So that messed yeah. the whole game up, yeah. So, I, I, I think this is a common question, but do you enjoy playing the murderer or the victim or the, the innocent? Oh. 
Because like, because like, okay, honestly, right, like my wife, Marianne, right, my wife, yeah. she hates being the bad guy in anything, whether it's <laughs> board games, you know, like those board games like Avalon uh-huh. or Secret Hitler. <laughs> she hates being the bad oh, person Avalon. because oh she doesn't, because she doesn't like lying, right? Oh, Although she's gotten okay. a lot better since so she married me. Go figure. Oh. But, uh, I've tra- I've trained her well, uh, but. I'm just like do and because I I I know for some people they really enjoy playing the murderer, so because yeah. that's you you think a lot more when you're the murderer because you have to think about like your strategy. Well, you know when you're an innocent person, you just like la la, you know I just go and like fix the item yeah. on the ship. Uh, but yeah. sometimes it can be chill also, right? Because your maybe your objective is different. Your objective is like I may not be the murderer, but I'm gonna follow this guy because he looks sus. Yes, and I'm gonna yes. like yeah. So which one yeah. do you prefer? I, I really have no idea, man. Okay, honestly, I I see both sides as like there is a benefit to it. So when I'm running around as the innocent party, trying to suss out the person who's supposed to be the murderer, right? Yeah. And then for that, uh, the other thing is also, of course, the, the fulfillment of like, okay, we've achieved getting all the tasks done, all the objectives uh, done. Okay. You know, and then we're running from the murderer now. It's like, okay, fulfilled. But there's no stress with it. The thrill is really when you're the murderer. Right? Yes. So that gets me because when I'm playing in front of my colleagues, especially, that's like so that's the highest <laughs> level of poker face. Yeah. Highest level so of life. After you after you after you win, right? And you just look at them, you just that yeah. sweet smile like emerges. I just like, mm-hmm. Man <laughs> I just like stand and like yeah, I'm I'm decorated, yeah. you know. But but at the same time it's like it's so nerve-wracking. My heart mm. is literally pounding in my chest. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm gonna melt, man. I'm just so hot, you know, inside. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. I, okay, maybe murderer. That's because it's very thrilling. Yeah. It's more yeah. exciting. It's more adrenaline, right? It is. You yes. to play murderer. Because you Definitely. think a lot. I, I think the best way to play murderer is not even to win by killing everybody. I think it's the best way to... to kill each other. No, it's not even just that. I think the object, like the best part, if let's say you're the last murderer and then you have two innocent people, the best part is where you can get them to suspect each other and vote and vote each other off. And you see, like, they are so convinced that you're the good guy. You're like, oh my gosh, we have to, that, like, they are making their, their pleas to you, you know, like, please vote this guy off. And then you're just at the side, you're like, (laughs) (laughs) that's like the best. And after they, after they, they die, and then they realize you're the murderer, you just have this, like, well. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate betrayal, man. Yeah, it's basically the ultimate betrayal. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's why it makes it fun. Mm. Marv, you have anything to say? <laughs> Not really. I mean, we, we didn't really play that much, right? Yeah, but we just, only played, like, maybe twice or three times. Yeah, but I would say the times that we played, those few times that we played, it was really, really fun. Like. I enjoyed it yeah. a lot. Yeah. But it's not something yeah. that I think to me, la, it's not something that can be played continuously for yes. more than a few yeah. times. It, yeah. it's over, it's like yeah. a, it feels like a board game to me. It's a party It's game. meant to, to be me. played. Like, it doesn't feel nice to play with randoms. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it feels also. the best when you play with a group of people. Yeah. Yes. And there's this and this this interactive because you know the people. Like when you see like, oh my god, Sherilyn is running across the screen. You're like, hmm. Where are you going, Sherilyn? Why are you running in this direction? That's not the right direction. Then you follow Sherilyn. Oh, if you're the murderer, you're like, oh, she's going in the wrong direction. <laughs> I think there's no one there. You just follow after her kind of thing. Like there's this like interactivity behind it that's more fun when you can actually identify with the person that's yeah. running on the screen. Yes. Yep, yep. 
Okay. All right. Uh, oh man, I I I do miss the Among Us times. So I wish. I guess you can still play. It. Like, is it still a thing? Do you know? Like, do people still play it? Like, is it I big? Think, I think people do play it, but I don't think it's that big anymore. Maybe. Let me see how many people are playing it on stream now. On, on Twitch. Because I know it was very big on, on Twitch. Yeah, it was once. a huge Twitch game. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah, it's fun to like, watch. It's fun to yeah, watch. it's fun to watch people. Yeah. Okay, it has, a con- it has now a 779 viewers. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's gone tiny. down. Yeah. Oh, but, oh my gosh, there's so many Japanese viewer players. Maybe it's oh, that's so interesting. Japan. Yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, the fact is that Jap- I don't even know whether Japanese people use Twitch. But I'm seeing now there's so many Japanese uh, streamers. Interesting. You should watch Phasmophobia next. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good, good, good try. I'm not. Maybe, maybe, maybe Marv will watch it, but I'm definitely not going to watch yes. it. Yes, we can share a link later. Okay. All right. Last topic for today. And I don't know whether you guys are joking when you said this, but uh, you mentioned about complaining about your bosses. I don't know whether that's a legit thing. Do you actually want to say something about that? I uh, this one. I just want to like leave it. Leave, leave you guys to to talk about it. Oh my goodness. I guess they're, it's the same thing un- over and over. Yeah, unlikely to watch this last, so I don't know. Yeah, code it. Code it. We don't need to say who. You don't give names. Okay, but maybe to give some context before we, we, we close off this whole topic. It's like what do you guys uh do? But also in a sense, what do your bosses like? Why are they and this can be a bigger topic of like why we think bosses like what what are some good what would you classify as a good boss or a bad boss, right? So yep. maybe you can say a little bit what you do and why you think your boss might not be as good as they can be. Um, Sheridan, uh, Sheridan. I mean Hannah and Sheridan. I are, are counselors <laughs> in yeah. a mental health counseling service, lah. So yep. we counsel people with mental health issues. She works more with um, residential uh, patients, I would guess. I guess mm-hmm. you can say that. Uh, I work more with people in the community. So mm-hmm. they are patients, but they don't have to stay in hospitals. Basically, outpatient mental health uh, clients. La. Yeah. Um, what we want to complain. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's like one complaint. It's more of a lot of the time... I feel personally that uh, there's a detachment la, from what the the higher management, um, they, what they see or what they want uh, compared to what the ground is. I think it's quite common in most places. Yeah, but for us, I think I would say that in healthcare, it's a, the impact is a lot more pronounced because we it work is. with people and we work with people where their health is our product, right? Mm. You know, it's what we what we produce, and a lot of times when you're in such a field, uh, mm. not just counseling, but anything to do with like social service, you know, psychology or social work, counseling, um, it requires a lot of passion. Like I'm gonna use the p word, passion. <laughs> um, mm. it requires a lot of sacrifice on your own part because. Um, you are giving up a lot in terms of like you know, uh, financial, giving up a lot in terms of like your own mental health, because you are caring for people, 
and it doesn't pay very well in Singapore in terms of like social service compared to any other industry lah. Uh, of, uh, because so we are degree holders of of degree of degree holders lah. Um, and the problem comes when we are doing our best to help our our patients, our clients, but the people up there only want to see how many calls oh. have you made today, how many interviews have you done today. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. They just want to see numbers. They are like, I mm. want you to do X number this month. And then we are mm. like, but, you know, quality and quantity in this field, they are a direct, uh, sorry, an inverse uh, relation, relationship. Right? Yeah. The more you try to cram, like I give you, I can give you like 100, I can see 100 patients today, but I can guarantee you that, you know, out of the 100, not definitely nowhere near, you know, a, a certain percentage of them will be quality because I'm just trying to see as many as I can. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's, that's, a, that's an issue lah that, um, I don't know, that, that can't really be solved at the moment because the funding mm-hmm. for us, a lot of it comes from mm-hmm. with, with the caveats, you know, because funding comes from government that, you know, X number of, uh, of calls must be made, visits must yeah. be made or interviews must be done. Counseling sessions must be helped. Yeah, if you don't mm. hit the X number, then uh, yeah, we we will cut your funding. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think, Hannah? Yeah, I guess that for that that is definitely an issue also on on the ground for us, especially when I'm in the residential side of of things. Though. Um, but I guess the additional issue that I think is not is really overlooked is that you know top management is not. Uh, here to care about the, the the basic needs of the residents who are living there. You know, they're here mm. for recovery, they're here for rehab, but if they can't even get their proper night's sleep, because let's just say, you know, the, the beds are rickety, uh, the things around you is not up to par. Not you know? my problem. It, it, yeah, it basically is not their problem. It, and, and honestly, who wants to live in a place where you know, there are no curtains, there's no privacy. Mm. Um, there's an issue of bed bug infestation, even mm. you know, you, you don't even have your basic needs taken care of. You can't even sleep, mm. you can't even you can't even have peace of mind because you're just scratching yourself seeing yeah. every single second. You know, you're just yeah. trying to um, look if there's any bugs around you that's gonna like oh, you will the next moment. Yeah, it, it, it really, you know, as a basis, it doesn't even help a client, especially when they come in for like, for example, they're going to meet me for a session. They can't even concentrate because they're having so bad itches. Yeah. Mm. So, so, or maybe so even do you think like this is an issue. Because it sounds more like a systemic problem. It is. Right. It's not, um, it's not like my particular boss is bad. It's just that because they are KPI, like for them, they their their point of view is that you don't understand the pressure points on them either, right? In a yeah. sense that for them, it's like you their boss is telling them, you know, you must do all these things, and and that's why it trickles down to to you guys. And obviously, for you guys, you think like there are priorities for you guys in terms of what is important for you guys. Um, but do you think is this is absolutely systemic? Like it's not something that your bosses yeah. can change either, or do you think good bosses will find a way? Um. I would say good. Okay, I I understand that 
middle management is easily one of the toughest yeah. um, roles within a company, right? Because there's upper management, middle management, then there's, there's us, right? The kakiyala, right? Uh, people on the, on the ground. So middle management definitely has the toughest job because upper management, they don't see anything that's happening on the ground. Yeah. They, to them, it's really just numbers. It's just spreadsheets and data that they receive, the reports, right? And then they put pressure on middle management because they need to tell, they are the ones telling middle management, you need to get your guys producing X number of whatever, mm. correct? And then middle management is the one that has to like come to us or the workers and then go yep. like, uh, guys, sorry, but you know, we we really need to up certain numbers. We need to hit this quota for the month. Uh, I can understand very well when it's stuff that it's um non-human products when when mm. your your products are non-human but when it comes to us especially you know our few like i said where our products are humans it's it's a very different case because you okay i'll give you an example so one of our kpi is that within six months they have to increase their their so-called assessment so so we do assessment of our clients every six months so one of the skills that we use is something that um is like their general functioning mm. okay so one of the kpi is that i think something like 75 percent. i don't want to open my, my slides now lah. yeah but I, I have the kpi on on in my work email because uh I, i'm one of the seniors in my center and it's part of the seniors kpi also to ensure that the whole center um, we work we're supposed to help the center director to ensure that all the the cases under all the counselors hit like a certain percentage of increase every six months oh. which if you think about it it's it's kind of impossible awesome. for yeah. people with mental health issues to always be improving yeah correct, correct? Not and, in such a linear way they want the majority <laughs> like a majority percent to have an increase in their performance in their assessment every six months mm. so that's how they mm. measure our kpi mm. yeah which is kind of nuts right if you think about it mm. um of course if you're on the ground you totally understand that that's impossible yeah yeah but when but it's very hard for us to relay this information through the middle management to the upper management because all yeah. these comes down from upper management right? right yeah 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 and i would say you are right like this issue i it's definitely systemic because a lot of it comes from having to report to the government mm. like MOH you know mm. we need to justify why you're giving us money because to them it's like if I give you money I need to see that your report show all the patients are improving mm-hmm. if they're not yeah, improving yeah. why am I giving you money to do the work yeah I mean that's that's definitely true then. yeah yeah that is true to a certain extent but mm. but what they don't understand is that when it comes to for example, our our clientele, which is you know people with mental health issues, right? Not mm. not deproving, to me lah. Mm. I've always gone by this ma- mantra: not deproving mm. is it's improvement, is progress. Oh. Yes, yeah. as long as they do not go back to hospitals, yeah. that that to me is progress. To be able yeah. to it's... stay out in the community is already very good. Mm. Yeah, mm. but unfortunately. A lot of them they don't understand that they want to see yeah. they want to see like the numbers you know that the graphs are going up mm. yeah. yeah 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 and that puts a lot of like unnecessary pressure on us yeah, yeah. Uh, well. and it informs your work oh, sorry go, go ahead 
I also feel that, you know, there's some sort of like communication issue as well. So you, you're talking about systemic issue, right? But I also feel that it's, it's in certain aspects, like in terms of the leadership, the leadership style, the personality, the characteristic of the person, I feel that for some of them, I need to question their character because mm. there have been incidences where I felt that, you know, um, they were not on the right track. Uh, that's to put it as, as loosely as possible. Lah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I was quite disappointed, you know, mm. because it, I, I was actually in middle management previously, but I chose to sit down because I, I um, mm. felt that, you know, having my head out there was like putting my head into a toilet bowl full of shit. Lah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and they felt that as well. I'm sure that they feel the pressure as well, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to feel that they, they think that there is pressure because they believe what they're doing is right. Mm. You know? and, and a lot of action is not taken in the positive direction that we are hoping for. Instead, mm. like, some of it could be like what Marv previously mentioned is like KPIs, the numbers. But what mm. about the basic needs of people, the well-being? Mm. Like, we're not even taking care of, mm. right? Yeah. 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 I, I think I think for like middle managers, like when I worked in PwC last time, I, I, I have because PwC you have I have different managers, right? It depends on the job. So it depends on the audit job I have, I have different managers. So I've I experienced really good middle managers and I've experienced really bad managers. The best middle managers, they don't because sometimes right it's very stressful to take crap from the top, right? And it's to say that you know middle managers that life is, is nonsense. They have to take like if your if your upper management boss is those super anal micromanaging, like very just uh like always constantly throwing crap at you. Uh it's very hard to be a middle manager. So the, the best middle managers can take that and not just dump it on the bot on the middle, on the low, on the ground workers. They're able yep. to take it, filter it in a way that is uh positive and not just positive, but like manageable and still translate it to their ground workers and create the same results that will still please upper management. That's the ideal middle manager. But of course, this is, it's like, I think to do, like, middle management is a skill, right? Because you can't control who your boss is, but you can control how you, like, trickle it down to your, to your subordinates. Huh? Yeah. 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 So I think, I think that is it's definitely challenging, huh? which is why, yeah. try, don't be middle manager, go straight to upper management. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that's possible, everybody will do it. Huh? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing, guys. Uh, before we like conclude this whole segment, anything that you guys want to share or say or uh, before we, we say goodbye to everybody? Play Phasmophobia with me, guys. Get it downloaded. It's already the season. You know, it's past Halloween. Just just two days past. I'm not a Halloween. I don't even celebrate Halloween. I don't celebrate it too. It's just that there was an update. <laughs> I, there was a Halloween update. It, I think Marv will play with you. If you can convince Sherilyn to play it, then I'll play with, with you. Sherilyn? <gasps> There's no way you're going to convince Mary to play it, so here, I'm the thing of <laughs> Are you the only person playing it right now? Me? How about your girlfriends? No. So I'm actually playing with a couple of others as well. So oh, okay I've con- convinced, you know, Nick, um, the, the old Nick. Yes, yes. Nick. Old Nick. <laughs> oh, no. Is that young Nick? There's Nick another Nick. There's a uh, uh, Nick Lawyer. Do you remember him? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I'm always sure there. Nick, 
Yes. Oh I my gosh, I have not seen them. I've, I've not. Okay, to be fair, I've not yeah. seen both of them in ages. So I. Yeah. Okay. I managed to convince Nick Blood to actually play because he has been the, the skittyish person and he doesn't do anything on the team. He dies first, the kind, no. Um, uh, team Heiko and some others. Oh, well the 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 Monster and, Hunter uh, gang. Uh, <laughs> the the PS Four Monster Hunter gang. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, I guess ma- no, not me. No. I already can play Shia already. I'm not going to play it. Shia really not going to play it. Although it may be interesting to play it because I've never watched or played any horror games after I got married. Mm. Okay. So like, because okay. when you're married, you're, ne- you're usually never alone. Yes. So maybe that will help but I don't think... Maybe I, don't really, really I don't really play horror games though. I watch horror games. You, what, but... you played... Rest- what was the last one? Resident Evil, right? Yeah. Resident Evil... Was it RE2? 2 Remake. Remaster Remake. Remaster, no, yeah. remaster. Remake, Are remake, 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 remake. Was it? A rem- it was remake, remake. Yeah. Total new last one graphic I... engine. Yeah. Yeah. But is Resident Evil really kind of horror, kind of? Uh, action horror, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because yeah. in Resident Evil there is this this monster that you can't kill. It will just chase you around. Uh... So you have to do the puzzles, um, and then you keep looking out for it. So if it comes, like it chases you, you need to run away. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie says Fasmo is different. It's uh like CS but chasing those. Okay lah, and now you play with Jamie lah. Problem solved. <laughs> says you play a zombie game, uh, when you guys were still dating. Alpha D two Alpha D two is not a we horror. Were... It's not a horror. No, we were no no. She knows Alpha D two. I played a zombie game. What zombie game did I play? Yeah, Alpha D two. Last time, the game that I played the most when I was dating has Destiny 1. That's why. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Alright. Maybe that's a not... zombie game. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 uh, not the Fallen. Um, uh, the Dark Below. The High Crotus and Crotus and Yeah, Crotus yeah. yeah. I don't remember the name. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you guys for, for watching, for all the viewers on Twitch and who will be listening to this podcast later on. And thank you so much, Hannah, for tuning in. Uh, for coming in and joining us as a guest, it's uh, been fun. I don't think we've talked about so much horror. Yep. Since now you're forever known as the horror cat lady. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice ring to me. Really? Horror cat lady? <laughs> follow us Imagine on, if, on Twitch and YouTube for more yeah, horror stuff. Yeah, on Twitch, <laughs> on Facebook. Maybe, maybe we should stream a horror game. True. Phasmophobia, <gasps> come on. <laughs> Why must on, you guys do this to me? <laughs> Literally any other game I'll play with you guys. Let's no, let's let's game. let's start with Among Us first. So this is game that we all we should uh. play it and stream it. <laughs> yeah, stream oh. Among Us and let people we should play it with the our guests. So like JB can yeah. play with us. Yeah, yeah. And just be fun yeah. as like a can as a thing That's a good idea. You can do another a yeah. different section. It sounds like yeah. So during during the podcast itself, we're playing Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it can be separate from the podcast. It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, play with yeah. play with gamer dads or gamer dad plays. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 All right. If not, thank you guys for coming. Uh, have a good night, and we'll see you guys next time. See ya. Thanks, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye.